Welcome to my podcast, uh, second episode, and very excited to start this new series and just showing what I'm learning in the in the practice and showing real life scenarios. And let's let's just dive in. So today I I, I chose uh, a theme that it sounds easy. It sounds simple, but usually a lot of certifications, they can get very deep regarding Kerberos. Uh, I'm not gonna work in the today regarding all the tickets and all the way Kerberos work, because I think if you have access to any library, any book, and you see the process, uh, how how Kerberos, I would say, the, the version 5, the last version, is communicating with the, our, the server and it's, it's, getting, it's giving the ticket and hashing and just uh, inputting the, probably the AAS cryptography. But that's not the case for today. Since I'm here to share about certifications, in specific the, the 7740, and I also, I pass on my security plus, I pass on my size as a security analyst and any other certifications. But for this case, I'm here to share some questions that have Kerberos as their main, let's say, uh, problem, their main, their main idea. So let's just get, get some theory before the questions. So... All the questions in general, and I'm not, I'm not talking here about the port, the port 88, or how the, the key distribution center works, or as I said, the ticket, granting ticket works at the T, TGT. I think that uh, after you've seen a diagram, after, after you've seen like a scheme of how Kerberos works, that's not so difficult. But the point is to understand uh, the difference when, when the server requires Kerberos. Okay, that's my first question. Second is when and, and how do you choose Kerberos when, when you are building your authentication process? Okay, so usually I'm gonna work right now and just mention one word called constraint, constraint delegation. So usually Kerberos uh, some questions, I'm, and I'm gonna. It's difficult to, to talk without mentioning the questions. They ask Is Kerberos requiring a constraint delegation? And what is that? Uh, constraint delegations, and it took me a while to really translate that in a simple term, means that uh, you, don't, you don't need to sign in to authenticate. So the Kerberos makes that work for you. And when Kerberos is, uh, how can I say, enabled, uh, they always say there is no need to sign in into the server. So that's something that you have to keep in mind. So just to make sure we understand here. Kerberos, uh, he, uh, the, the, this, I would say, uh, authentication protocol, uh, it, it it's signing to you, so you don't need to sign in. So in the process of authentication in a domain, in a Kerberos uh, uh, helps us to understand that to really 
uh, get we don't need to to always sign in logically it's it's on the background in contrast with Kerberos we have the credential credential security support provider the cred ssp it does uh, does not require you to configure a constrained delegation but it requires the administrator to sign in into the server so usually if you see on the scope of the question asking you about uh, putting the scenario as oh no uh, the administrator had to sign in so it probably it's credential security support provider the cred ssp but if you if you notice that there is no need of signing because it's Kerberos. And when they mention the constraint delegation, so it's delegating that constraint to Kerberos. Okay. Kerberos also, uh, I got to know after reading and looking on, on, the, on the Safari library, uh, it's, a, it's the default authentication protocol for Active Directory. And if you if you work with YT already, you just go to the event viewer in in your domain controller, and you're gonna see this communication quite well. Uh, not all communications goes well because sometimes we have some stall servers that don't that some administrator forgot to to delete, and it's still trying to communicate with the server somehow maybe through dns maybe through lens sweeper and uh, you see the error constant error you see some the, depending of the constraining process for for the gpo you're going to see some users also getting kicked out because of the mismatch of the communication in, in some uh, hacker hacker communities Kerberos also is this is no for to be the golden ticket attack because why i'm saying the golden ticket attack it is because sometimes if the hacker is able to acquire that that uh, i would say authentication protocol it, it can have that it can have that ability to communicate with the server for months and in some cases you can find some some I would say examples for years. So Kerberos, it's it's very dangerous in the in the hacker community. So it, it's kind of it's it's really the golden pot, <laughs> the golden situation. And when you if you if you are able to acquire that ticket, <laughs> you 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 are grant you are granted probably for a long time access to that service or that server. All right. So we already talked about constraint delegation, and another po another important point of Kerberos is Kerberos uses symmetric key algorithms to create its tickets. And, and the current version of Kerberos that specify the user AES as the encryption cipher. So why I'm reading that that phrase so I can uh, develop more about that. If you don't know the difference between symmetric and asymmetric, that's important to understand uh, the base of any kind of encryption, any kind of authentication, and how symmetric could be, as we know, quicker, and as we know, symmetric could work easier with, uh, and you don't even see anything working in the background with other types of encryptions. And 
but but this this podcast this 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 audio today is not about uh, the explanation symmetric and asymmetric you can just google it google it and research that but the point is you have to memorize that symmetric at least is is faster and uh, the communication is I would say seamless with the server okay and the AES is the standard that that doesn't mean that the AES cryptography uh, cryptography uh, is uh, not fallible no? <laughs> or I, I would say it's very fallible so be careful with that there are many ways to to break AES and it depends also what type of AES we are talking to. Okay, let's move on. Uh, let's just see over here. From the from the 7740 context, we have here uh, uh, an example that I saw in several books. There is live migration. Just to be clear here, live migration it's very different of quick migration. Live migration. Uh, the, usually the scenario is is uh, it is I would say situated in a in a domain to start uh, in live migration uh, that doesn't mean that uh, the usually there is no where that doesn't mean that you don't need to shut down the machine or that doesn't mean you have to stop usually usually for live migration, all the books in the practice, you don't need to stop, you don't need to shut down your machine. However, we we can get more complicated when we are talking about the domain controller or other, or other types of uh, live migration. But that's, again, it all depends on the scenario. Uh, what I can say here right now, it's the downsides of using Kerberos, okay. The first thing that I already mentioned is the is the golden ticket. The second is, uh, as with any centralized model, um, you create a single point of failure. If Kerberos, if if that server that is providing the Kerberos uh, service goes down, <laughs> all your authentication process goes down. So no one no, no one can authenticate to anything in the network effective effectively becomes useless so that's why sometimes we have to have a redundant uh, path for authentication remember here when we are talking about active directory ad and without ad uh, <laughs> authentication authenticating the users there is no uh, communication probably no exchange no exchange services as well another thing that Kerberos also uh, I would say works is the NTP the network time protocol uh, assuming uh, assuming there there isn't too much drift on the local system clocks this should be this should keep everyone well within the parameters that Kerberos requires but what I'm saying that why, why, why am I reading that phrase? What, what catchy can we get from that? The point is, Kerberos, uh, because of the timestamps that Kerberos uses, all the systems on the network need to use the same time source. What means is there is some attacks that they infuse a mismatch 
on the Kerberos system, on the time. What happens when, when you're trying to authenticate a user and there is a mismatch, the GPO also uh, sees that as uh, inconsistent and the system usually uh, probably is gonna lock, up, lock, up, lock out that user or even block that user. So there are many ways to, to interrupt or create a mismatch on the NTP uh, service and logically uh, interfering on Kerberos in parallel. Okay, uh, one good book uh, from 2018 by Andrei Miri called Windows Security Monitoring. Uh, I'm gonna put it on the notes because this book is very good. So you can find uh, several types of attack on Kerberos and how to perform. Mitigation. Uh, usually, uh, with the evolution of Kerberos, Kerberos could be configured with the X.509 certifications and PKI. So I'm not gonna dive in on those certifications, cert cert sorry, certificates, but when you are configuring Kerberos, you can choose that as it's it's very easy, just like a few drop downs and, and probably you can uh, find also some PowerShell uh, CMD lets to perform that as well. Using uh, a certificate authority, uh, uh, how can I say that? The pre-authentication is performed by using PKI and IT, which mitigates problems associated with offline cracking of users' password. Okay, let's let's work on that. That it is from the Windows Security Monitoring from Andre. Uh, the publisher is Willy. That means is even though the hacker is able to download or to uh, I would say catch that tick those tickets. They're not just one ticket, but those tickets. Uh, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be so easy to to crack because of those cryptographies, those certifications under the stack of Kerberos, uh, added to Kerberos. So think about that. Uh, now let's dive in on the on the questions itself. What I can say. The first question I got from um, uh, what is the name? It is Cybery, and this is more, I would say I'm gonna divide because I bought Cybery, uh, Boson, B-O-S-O-N, Boson, and I bought as well the Pearson uh, questions, and I got other questions from other friends, and uh, I can say that, ha oh, the, the Boson is the best, but Pearson is very traditional, so and they, they usually they are more linked with the, the real life scenario for the certifications. But usually, uh, one e, uh, in real life you you're gonna see probably like this: virtual machine migration operation fail at migration source, and you're gonna see a code. But the key when you see that it's easy because okay, so the migration source fail. Uh, if the migration source fail and they say, oh, you have to perform, uh, prepare a shield VM, you have to move one VM back to another v to that another cluster. Uh, you have to do 
what do what do you have to do? So usually, when you we, when you we see that the migration fail, it is because the constraint delegation was not set up, and so usually you have to run run a new VM first, a new uh, a new dash VM CM delete, and after that uh, set up the constraint delegation. Uh, I hear the the question already explains it's it's self-explanatory to say you also can solve this error by signing out and signing again uh, on the source Hyper-V host. And I, I would say in the real life, sometimes signing in, sign out, it's not going to fix Kerberos. You have to probably use PowerShell, depending if, you, if you're using Hyper-V or, or VMware or other types of cloud or bare metals, physical machines. It depends. But we have an idea here how the keywords, uh, migration operation, migration source, uh, shield VM, and live migration, they, they usually play that, that role of just uh, assuming that you, are, you know that we are talking about Kerberos because Kerberos is using in a domain and the, the credit as speech used for delegations is outside the domain. All right, so here is just reinforcing another question. This is the Boston. I was uh, playing with this dif the difference between Kerberos and CRED SSP. So Kerberos, uh, you, what is the purpose of Kerberos authentication? So you are just avoiding signing into the server, uh, but you have to use constraint delegation. And the other, uh, they eliminates the need, the CRED SSP eliminates the need for constraint delegation, but requires a sign-in on the source server. Yeah. Uh, but you can do also that from like a remote desktop session or even a PowerShell session. Depending on the question, you have to be very aware that there is always more than one uh, alternative for that situation. Okay, uh, I want to research here uh, other questions regarding Kerberos. And meanwhile, I can say that that is essentially all the questions I found regarding Kerberos and how that works in a cluster. Uh, I would like you guys to, to ask questions and probably just give give me a good feedback or, <laughs> or a bad feedback and since i'm just starting this is my way to to study have several questions have several comments and and learn how each author explains that uh, he, that helps me to really understand how uh, that's that company in that case in this case microsoft and uh, make creative questions uh, just a bit of advice regarding dumps in general don't trust on, on dumps because usually you you can see several groups on facebook and several groups in in or in several i would say locations uh, online and not online and the advantage of paying or buying a book not just because you you are learning for for from a, like a trustable source uh, is it and and not just that but you are learning so you can perf you can be good at your job. 
usually if you're just uh, paying these brain dumps, brain dumps, you are not really learning. You're not like, uh, I would say, understanding the question. Understanding, uh, okay, we have that error. We have that situation. Uh, how can we resolve that? And remember, there are many ways to resolve a problem. Usually Microsoft or CompTIA or other certifications, they ask for kind of a pattern, for a, uh, something more, let's say, steady, something. They ask for one question because they have their, their some specific, specific verbs. And we have to be uh, careful about the, 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 ver the verbiage. We have to be careful about uh, what, it, what it is the question because we can get lost with all, all with the amount of information we get okay so i want uh, you guys i want feedback from you and uh, don't forget all the tips the difference between Kerberos and cred ssp and re really research well, what is, what type of delegation and how the ticket working the ticket uh, system works with Kerberos and real real life scenarios you really have to uh, usually reconfigure cameras or perform some there are several examples over the internet that i already use you perform some uh, uh, you have some powershells that can you can re-establish that integrity with your system and uh, but uh, what i can say after researching and resolving some issues each problem on each server if if you are working on 2008 2012 2016 server 2019 server depending of what type of what is the size of your company depending of uh, if Kerberos is being associated with other types of encryption and how is that consuming your system uh, you, you have to always research, you have to map your system, you have to understand your own environment. So that's my humble uh, uh, tip for you. And just be careful with the, the certification, be careful with the questions in general, and just let's dive in and study more and more, okay? Stay well and please uh, help me with this podcast. May the force be with you.